What's up, world? The Mojax boys are back. We back. And I hate to admit this for, for the first time in 40 episodes. We had some technical difficulties. <laughs> we went to Geno's. We ate a lot of food. We had Ryan Pritt on. We had a killer episode, a couple episodes. And uh, I don't know what happened. Didn't record us. So, so you're going you're gonna to have to, I don't know. It was, um, well, somebody forgot the laptop. Not That was me. Pointing any fingers, but we had. Don't point those big, beautiful fingers at me. <laughs> yeah. And we then had... when we did get a laptop, the same person set it up wrong. Yeah, well, Asbury just likes to. He does. Point he doesn't things. like to do anything. He just likes to say it's your fault. That point. keeps. Yeah, hey, exactly. that keeps it from being my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so we need a really good introduction then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they so we it last time. we have got the one and only, the beat writer for the Gazette Mail, the former Nitro High graduate, my cousin. The last name Pritt, Ryan Pritt. What's up, guys? What's I'm up, dude? Like, I'm starting to feel like I might start catching the blame for some of this thing. <laughs> I, I was the only difference here. So. I, th- I think it's just once you get two Pritts involved. So yeah, yeah, so everything I mean, blows up. We got two Roberts, two Pritts, and an ass Barry. <laughs> Big ass Barry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So here's our idea. We thought we would uh, talk to Ryan a little bit. Get some uh, contenders, maybe pretenders in high school football. Can I do a can I do a shout out first? Of course. Let's let's do a shout out. So we got a new website up and running. Oh, listen. we do. Um, Mojax.com. and uh, Brent started to set it up for us. Something wasn't working, so I contacted a buddy of mine, and he went in and just built a whole new website. I'm assuming. Um, Anyways, Aaron Caserta, thank you for your um, help, and we'll get you a T-shirt. Does he listen, or does he just fix websites? <laughs> I don't care. The website looks really good, so that's fine with me. All right, so let's get into it with Ryan here. Uh, I think we'll just go through the, the classes um, of uh, single, double, and triple. We've taken in a lot of games. Um, unfortunately, I haven't seen a lot of single way. I've read about it, but uh, – Ryan, who you got in Singway? Who were, you know, top three, four, five in each class? We'll start with Singway as far as the you know, actual contenders this year. Well, you know, if Dodgers County can keep themselves out of red and orange, I, I think that's that's a team you got to look at right now as being a favorite with the way they've played this year, as close as they've been the last couple of years. Um, a team that's kind of snuck up on us here is Greenbrier West, and that's a program that's done this before. I mean, they're no strangers to success down there either. They're standing at 8-0, and and that looks pretty good if you look around the state. And then, of course, you can never count out Wheeling Central. I don't really care what their record is. If they get in there, they're going to be a problem for somebody. I know they're 4-3 and three right now, and they're 20th, so they'd miss it today. But, obviously, they, they've still got some time to kind of, kind of improve on that, too. And if you're going off the grid a little bit, I really like what Buffalo's done this year. I mean, they just kind of went up to Wayne there last week and put it all over the Pioneers, and then they went to Midland Trail, who was undefeated, and won that game, get this, 7 to nothing in double overtime. Now, that's beautiful <laughs> football right there. I don't care who you are. that That's amazing. But, uh, anyway, that was only three or four days of rest in between those two games. And Yeah, they actually, full- they actually yeah. played three games in eight days. Buffalo did. Yeah. Buffalo. Wow. One of them was Polka, right? Or was that the week before? Uh, was that one of them? I can't remember if that was the first one or the week before. But I know they yeah. played a Friday, Tuesday, Saturday. I, I think that so might have been Polka. It probably was Polka. Friday, Polka, yeah. Because yeah. that one yeah. actually got a little ugly. But 
Yeah, obviously for a single-A team going up against that poker team, I mean, that's a pretty big challenge. And for them to turn around and then beat a double-A team on the road and then go to an undefeated class-A team and win that game too, that's that was pretty impressive. I, I don't know if Buffalo's on the same tier as those first three teams I mentioned, but they're putting together a heck of a season up there. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, uh, you know, they're somewhat local. <clears throat> Putnam County, we like to see, see them do well. We never really Good had Good callers, them. too. Good callers, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I think Willing Central was always interesting, and what really is just the, this whole mess about the playoffs. It's not is fair. They legitimately could miss the playoffs. They're I mean, four and three, and they've lost to Parkersburg and Polka. They played a Triple A team, and they may miss the playoffs. Yeah. But last year, they were a lower ranked seed, and they go to Tulsa and win on a hail mary. I mean, they were that close to being yeah. knocked out and end up winning the whole thing. Yeah, which like Ron said, they can sneak yep. in as a if they 14, get in, 15, 16 they may win it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so. I, I think they've won ten titles since two thousand, and, and I would I would be willing to bet that half or not more of the time they've been a seed probably lower than six or seven. I, I've seen them win one as a ten seed. I think they won one as a thirteen seed once. Wow, it's just kind of what they do. That you know, normally they go out of state and play these teams from Ohio and Pennsylvania and kind of get beat around a little bit early. But um, that usually helps. And when when you're playing teams like that, you're you're not really afraid of anybody once you get to the postseason. So no doubt. So let's jump into Double A, where our beloved Polka Dots uh, looking pretty good. Um, you know, we we took we took a couple games in with Polka Dots. Unfortunately, uh, we saw them run up against Midland. That got ugly fast. Even Midland's coach said, though, that was actually – he thinks they're, they're a pretty good team, and that was just got out of hand real quick because of quick, some quick turnovers. But as far as Dubway, who do, who do you have? Who's your contenders in Dubway, Ron? Uh, Fairmont Senior has got to be the favorite. I mean, you know, their win over Spring Valley to me is the best win anyone has at State this year considering they're Dubway school, and we, we all think that Spring Valley is a formidable AAA contender to win it all. Um now they got a couple losses, obviously Bridgeport and Musselman, which are also both AAA schools. Now I know Bridgeport's probably a difference of about ten kids, but um, I think it starts with them. Um, I, I think Bluefield's there at five and one. Polka's in that mix now. Polka has a tough one this week too, which I'm sure you'll get to in a minute. I, I think Hurricanes a really good football team, but they didn't play like it last week. But that's you know, if there's a school over the 10, 12 years I've been doing this that I've never figured out on a week-to-week basis, it's Hurricane. I, I, I don't know. Definitely. That's gone they, back since I was in high school. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they play Midland and Spring Valley tough every time. And then, you know, I've seen them get absolutely decked at Parkersburg a couple of times. So I, I don't really know. But Boca's got a tough one. I think they're in that in that same breath. I'll tell you, a big win this past week was Frankfurt beating North Marion. I, yeah. I really thought North Marion was a top-five team in Class AA. And, you know, Frankfurt's got that one loss. I, know, I think it was a team out of the Panhandle, too. I can't remember right off, but it was a close game, and it was a triple-A school. And, and they're there in Oak Glen, too, who you Poka fans remember quite oh, yeah. well from last year, I'm sure. Um, Bull crap. They, they just, <laughs> they just kind of snuck around again. I mean, they, they're scoring a heck of a lot of points. And, um, yeah, I, I think that they're they're right in that mix, too. Double A's jam-packed, man. And we don't even mention Sissonville at 4-0, ranked number one in the state. I think a lot of that's scheduled. But, I, I mean, that's a good team there, too. That's a playoff team for sure. Yeah, Double A is – It usually is. Yeah, it always is. I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's tough to figure out. Uh, I, I mean, watching Polka, obviously they've got some just crazy talent. But 
you know, they've only got about 30 kids. I know. You know, two starters in the first quarter went out against Midland, which, you know, that's obviously a tall task anyways. And, you know, you're talking about all of a sudden you're filling holes with basically freshmen and sophomore. Yeah. And, you know, freshman and sophomore at Poca compared to freshman and sophomore at, say, Midland, there's just – it's just a big, big gap there. A couple but. of those poor kids look like my nine-year-old out there. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. Yeah, but, I mean, I know it's hard to com- compare scores, but, you know, we do it for fun. But, you know, Fairmont – Fairmont puts it on Spring Valley. I mean, that game wasn't that close. Yeah, and then, score. you know, Bridgeport beat Fairmont. Spring Valley goes up to Bridgeport and just de- demolishes them. I mean, yeah. that it was, I think, 35-7. to 7. I'm told it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And so, uh, I know it's hard to compare scores and stuff. But, you know, the crazy thing about the pokey game is – Hurricane could lose that game and be done and be out of the playoffs. And yeah. I mean, they're right on the edge now. I mean, again, I give some of these teams credit for, you know, playing games. You know, Pokers run into it, Midlands run into it. We're talking about, we haven't even got to Midland yet, but four games. They yeah, played four they games. Played. Yeah. So, what's your guys' gut feeling on Pokers or Hurricane? So, I don't, I, I've seen them both because yeah. I went to the Midland <clears throat> Hurricane game and then I went to the Poker. Uh, Midland game, and I just – I mean, I think Hurricane will probably beat them yeah. uh, just depth-wise, physicality-wise, but Ethan's tough. So, if Ethan gets going, Hurricane doesn't have anybody as good as Ethan or Toby. Yeah. But depth and the same thing they may run into, I, my gut says Hurricane will win, but you never know. I, I think it's going to be a very – Close game, but I'm told, unless it changes, Hurricanes QB is out. Is he? Yeah, I think – so, I heard for a pretty from a pretty good coach source, I guess I shouldn't probably say, and he, he told me, you know, Hurricane played Midland, and that's a tough physical game. They turn around in five days and play Musselman, which is a really good yeah. team. And, you know, that's a lot – I mean, you're getting beat up a little bit, whether – you know, it doesn't matter how good you are. But then they basically had a bye week the week after that when yeah. they played Winfield. Yeah, so uh, I think <laughs> – my gut is that Poca wins a very close game. What do you guys think? I mean, if, if Barrero's not playing, then that changes everything. Yeah, because yeah, he's good. He's a heck of a quarterback, and he makes their offense go. And, you know, I, I think if he plays, I'd give a slight advantage to Hurricane. I just <laughs> – I mean, the way they can toss the ball around, that's just tough to defend. And when you're a double-A school, you don't see that a whole lot. Um, but, yeah, if he doesn't play, then, then I think it swings to poke. I, I think Barrero is that important to that game. Yeah, I definitely agree. And he was tough to bring down in yeah. the Midland game. You guys got any thoughts on I was Asbury hadn't seen either of them. No, yeah. no he <laughs> I was going to say, uh, uh, just by watching both of them, I know Hurricane played really well against um, Midland, but – if that team showed up to play Poca, I'd say Hurricane by two TDs. Yeah. But if that quarterback's out, then I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's, that's going to make it tough. Well, we talked about Tripway a little bit. Let's just jump into it, get Ryan's thoughts. A lot of good teams in Tripway. Ryan, who you got as uh, you know, your contenders? I was telling somebody the other day, this is the most wide open I've seen Tripway in 12 years. I think and so. I mean that. I think there's – six, seven teams in AAA that could possibly win this, and it really wouldn't surprise me any. Um, you all mentioned Midland. If I had to gun to my head, pick a team, it would probably be Midland right now. Um, but, you know, they've only played four games, like you all said. At some point, that becomes you're kind of bordering that line of whether that's an advantage because your kids are fresh or whether that's a disadvantage because you just haven't played as much. Yeah. And, and it's I mean, not South because Charleston's of lack of trying. Not, no, no. Luke yeah, has definitely tried. Was, 
And South Charleston's kind of in the same boat, but the difference is South Charleston's played games recently. They've played all four of theirs in the last few weeks, so they're kind of getting their stride going a little bit, and you got to like what they've done so far too. But I just love love that Martinsburg loses that game at home to Spring Valley, and everyone just kind of forgets about them. And then their (laughs) next two games, they throw up 84 and 74, and it's like, oh, they're still in school up there, aren't they? Um, if you think that those guys aren't going to have anything to do with this, you're out of your mind because that, that's, you don't win that many games and that many titles without that creating a culture up there. I fully expect them to be there. And as good as I think Musselman is, and like you mentioned them earlier, what they did to Hurricane, I think they're in this thing too. Eventually that becomes a mental, a mental block. I mean, against you, Musselman going yeah. mm-hmm. against Martinsburg at some point, you know, just how much of, of that is mental when they play. I mean, is Musselman actually a better team than Martinsburg this year? I think maybe they are. But if they play, you know, Martinsburg are, has already beat them once. I mean, eventually you lose that many games in a row to one team. That just becomes, like I said, mental, man. So that interests me. Of course, we already mentioned Spring Valley and Bridgeport. I think they're in there, too. And the one school that I will say we don't maybe know as much about is Wheeling Park. They're sitting there at 6-1. and one. Yeah. Look at their schedule. There's really nothing really impressive on it, and there's not going to be. Um, if you look ahead, I, I think they played John Marshall again, they, and I, I think that's the second time they played. Maybe not, but and John Marshall's a nice team, but they're not on the same tier as these other teams we've mentioned here. So I think Willing Park might be the wild card to this whole thing because I'm just not sure anyone really knows what Willing Park has right now. Yeah, that's a very interesting – I mean – so, you know, last week I, I, I was thinking South Charleston was kind of an interesting pick, but because they've got a lot of, you know, D1 type talent yeah. and it's hard to count that out. That's why I personally like, not because I'm a homer, but I like Midland so well is because a lot of kids that are going to play, maybe not D1, but definitely next level. Oh, yeah. It's hard to compete with that when you've got that many kids that are just all about football. Their quarterback has been amazing yeah. this year, Jaden Johnson. I mean, absolutely amazing he's six two two it, something he's hard to bring down I, I, hard to bring he's down definitely d1 material i don't know if he'll get a shot anywhere it's yeah definitely not a quarterback but yeah maybe defense but um but that's going to be very intriguing and I, ryan is so right about that that's a fine line at this point two weeks ago luke said literally i feel sorry for the next team that we play because our guys are dying to play well last <laughs> night i talked to luke and he's like I mean, at this point, we don't even know. He said, we don't know how we'll perform. It's been so long. So that one's going to be very, very interesting. I told Luke, I said, um, Luke, all these teams that have dodged you, put 100 on them next year (laughs) and don't even call off the dogs, get to that running clock because it's ridiculous. Teams even in the conference going out of conference to schedule games. I don't get that at all. I mean, I feel like the Mountain State needs to step in and say, hey, uh, this conference team needs a game. You have to play them, but they're not. I mean, Parkersburg's going to Jefferson, or Jefferson's yeah. coming to Parkersburg, or something like that. You know, I've heard. I'll ask Ryan's opinion on this. I've heard a couple, or a couple years now, some principals, some athletic directors have said we need to ditch high school conferences in West Virginia. He said, "What's the point?" Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Ryan? Is it are we getting to that point where we just ditch the conferences? Well, the first thing, real quick, you all brought up Jane Johnson. People forget that he's a South Charleston transfer. Yeah, yeah. South Charleston's lost. If you look at the kids that have transferred out of there in the last three years, I mean, what they could be is even even crazier than probably yeah. what they are. But I think we're moving toward what you're saying. And, and especially you look around the area at, you know, 
in our in the Kanawha Valley, the two biggest conferences, the MSAC and the Cardinal. The MSAC in particular, if you look over the last 10 years, I mean, I think that used to be a 16-team league. Now you're down to, what, 10 or 9 after Woodrow left last year. And it's schools like Ripley and Greenbrier East who both bailed out of that league. And, of course, they're perennial playoff teams now. And, you know, schools are seeing that. Woodrow's seeing that. And it's like, well, we can make our own schedule. We can come over here and play a few teams that maybe aren't capital, Cattle Midland and Huntington, and, and be okay. And I, I don't know. Mingo Central leads the Cardinal last year. And you got Point Pleasant laying out there who's not that far away, who isn't affiliated with a conference, and there's no effort by the Cardinal to go get them. And that one – really kind of surprised me because I think Point probably would join that league if they would ask. Makes sense. We played I think Point they every wanted year. to. Yeah, we used to play them every year. And they didn't it. let them in. It was when Point Pleasant was really good. And football? Point Pleasant wanted in, and they would not. Hmm. I, I heard it was Wayne. No, really? Wayne yeah, that, that's a, yeah, I mean. Yeah. And, and still, I mean, but, I mean, there was no attempt by the Cardinal to, to replace Mingo. And, obviously, you look at what Mingo's done in football in the last five years. I mean, that's the best team in that league, perennially, you know. Yeah. I know I know Poco was last year, but before that, you know, Mingo kind of ran now, that shit. Didn't the Cardinal – they kicked Mingo out, right? I think they yeah. voted to the remove The word him. is – Right, and, right, and right, yeah. I don't know if Ryan can speak on that, but the word we got was not other football, football. But other than football, they were – they they were very late. They were wouldn't not show up for for <laughs> baseball, basketball. They were you know always late. They just got a lot. Of, we were told they got complaint after complaint after complaint, yeah. and it, it was too much. And the cardinal kicked him out. That's what we were told. But I don't know if that's true or not. There were there were some issues. Yep. And yeah. I'll, I'll I'll leave it there. But yeah, <laughs> and but the the thing that really shocked me was there was no effort to make that a ten team league again, which. You know, when you're talking about basketball, football, it just makes sense. Yeah, they have an even number, and and I, I don't know, man. I, I can see that. I think we were already seeing it start. Like I said, man, the MSAC would really worry me. I, I mean, the way that teams are just leaving out of there and then finding success once they're gone. The other schools see that. You know, you hear rumors. I mean, I've heard Parkersburg has won it out. Um, but you, you know, that's a rumor. I'm not certainly not reporting that by any means. But and then you're talking travel times too. I mean. Oh yeah, in Parkersburg, especially when Woodrow was around. I mean, Parkersburg to Woodrow Wilson is not a fun drive. No, <laughs> when especially when Parkersburg can probably just go across the river up there and find four or five schools within a half hour of them, and, and then that satisfies the requirement. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I, I can see that happening, and I think we've already saw, seen it start to happen. Well, if that happens, Midland will be in a very similar situation. What Martinsburg has to do, and they have to go to Virginia. They have to yeah. go to Maryland to play a bunch of teams because if the Mountain State ever dissolves, that takes away eight guaranteed games for Midland. And I would venture to say Spring Valley and Capital would probably play them in Hurricane. Yeah. And other teams would probably dodge them. Yeah, it'd be it'd – be, they'd be crossing the border for sure. Which yeah. They, I think they South, yeah, South Charleston and GW would yeah, play South them. Yeah, South Charleston. Um, I don't know about GW. <laughs> uh, well, I, I just think – there is a core group in that MSAC of about six or eight that, especially the Huntington area and Charleston area schools, that may try to trudge on, even if Parkersburg were to leave. But I don't know, man. There's just so much of it isn't viable. And what it really hurts, and this is probably a podcast for a whole other day, is basketball. Yeah, that and that's, is, that's exactly right. Yeah, when you're talking about two guaranteed games and a 22-game schedule, I mean, that's big. Yeah. And 
especially, you know, finding a football game on Friday night is, is one thing, but finding 22 basketball games across how many ever weeks that is, especially when you start running into snow days and flu outbreaks, and we, we've seen it all up here in the last 10 years, but that becomes an even bigger problem than football is. And I think when those conferences dissolve like that, that that's what's really missed is the basketball rivalries, some of the baseball rivalries, the minor, the minor sports that need those guaranteed games. So I hope we don't see that, but I, I can certainly see it happening already. It's going to be something to follow because as crazy as this football season's been, this is the year of high school starting with the four classes. Yeah. You already got the, Basketball, the, the, yep. the, the kind of weird conferences where, you know, Nitro is, I guess they're in the Cardinal for basketball, right? And not, is that right? No, I think they are. Oh, they're, 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 they're in football they're too. Full. Okay. They're okay. a full member of the Cardinal, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, it's going to be interesting. You're right. That's another podcast. We can't. I can't wait to talk about all that, the yeah. four classes and stuff. But anyways, we'll wrap up here. Um, Ryan, thanks for joining us on the uh, West Virginia High School's, I guess, sports segment. Yep. Uh, we're hoping we can follow games. We're, we're going to hit up Poca Hurricane Friday, and that's – I mean, that's about it. There's yep. so many games that have gotten canceled and everything else. Like I said, Luke said last night, they have tried and tried. They, they can't even get a freshman or JV game I know. at this point. So, But uh, anyways, Ryan, we will talk to you soon. Appreciate it, man. Sounds good, bud. Anytime.